baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. For live team coverage of breaking news, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Wind surge is not leaving Wichita. We have the story. U.S. officials are in Mexico talking about the border crisis. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Charges filed in the death of a Wichita woman. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. A persistent low-pressure system continues to bring us some cloud cover and flurries this morning. We'll finally see some breaks in the clouds, though. We'll talk about when that may occur in just a few minutes. Officials say the Wichita wind surge will not be leaving the air capital. According to multiple news outlets, the city of Columbus, Georgia, is working to attract a minor league baseball team to their city. They're in negotiations with several teams owned by Diamond Sports Holdings, the owner of the wind surge. The Mississippi Clarion Ledger has now corrected their initial report indicating the wind surge was on the list of teams under consideration. It's speculated that the Jackson, Mississippi Braves could be moving to Georgia if Columbus and Diamond Sports Holdings can come to an agreement. Officials with the wind surge, as well as the city of Wichita, Wednesday afternoon said the team will not be leaving the air capital. While the president begins his New Year's vacation, members of his cabinet are trying to solve a political crisis. President Biden has arrived here in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands at the same time his Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, arrived in Mexico to discuss the southern border. Border Patrol sources tell Fox there have already been over 730,000 migrant encounters at the border since October 1st. For comparison, that's a population bigger than the city of Denver arriving at the border in less than three months. December's on pace to set the record for the highest month for migrant encounters in U.S. history. Traveling with the president in St. Croix, Lucas Tomlinson, Fox News. A man accused in the shooting death of a Wichita woman made his first court appearance Wednesday. 42-year-old Larry Ingram was charged with murder in the second degree and a violation of a protective order in the death of 23-year-old Danique Ingram. The shooting took place on December 21st in the 7700 block of 32nd Street North. While police have not released a motive for the shooting, they have given instructions for how people can get help in cases of domestic violence. Ingram is being held on a $1 million bond and is due back in court on January 10th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Police have made an arrest in the case of a carjacking last week in West Wichita. The suspect is accused of using a knife to threaten a man as he left the Dillon's grocery store at Central and West. The vehicle was stolen but has been returned to the owner. Formal charges are pending against the man whose name has not been released. Fighting continues to intensify between Hamas and Israel along the Gaza Strip. Fox's Trey Yinks with this report from Tel Aviv. Fierce battles are ongoing between the IDF and Hamas as ground operations expand across the Strip. 
With no major progress on Egyptian-led ceasefire talks, the ground war is expected to intensify as Israel promises to eradicate Hamas. Overnight, Israeli forces raided the West Bank city of Tolkaron, where they arrested 14 wanted Palestinian militants, killing six others in a drone strike. Local paramedics claim all those killed were civilians, as the IDF acknowledged the strike, saying they struck a group of men throwing explosives. Thousands of Palestinians are fleeing Gaza from Israel's growing offensive. The Colorado Republican Party is appealing the state Supreme Court's ruling kicking former President Trump off the state's ballot. The narrow ruling that disqualified Trump was made under the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution and related to the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. The state GOP is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn that ruling, arguing that it disregards the First Amendment rights of political parties to select the candidates of their choice. The majority in the state Supreme Court's 4-3 decision concluded that as president, Trump incited and encouraged the use of violence to prevent the peaceful transfer of power following the 2020 election. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. We'll preview the Pop-Tarts Bowl tonight in sports featuring Kansas State and, of course, our weekly Minute with Mitch on a Thursday morning. It's coming up at the end of sports in about 15 minutes. Christmas tree recycling underway with 20 drop-off locations in Sedgwick County. That story and more on the way on the half hour. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 8.09 and 9 minutes past 8 o'clock. Christmas tree recycling is underway with 20 drop-off locations in Sedgwick County that will turn your tree into mulch. Andover residents can also take trees to the Andover Central Park. All locations are open through January 22nd. A 26-year-old man from Jacksonville, Florida, is dead, shot by police after officers say he fired a gun at a neighbor and then barricaded himself in his house. Sheriff's Office Director Mark Romano. Our SWAT team responded, and after several minutes of negotiating with him, uh, Mr. Pernett came out of his front door. He was armed with a revolver in one hand and a knife in the other hand. He came out in an aggressive manner, and when he went to lift the gun, a SWAT officer shot him. And that suspect was declared dead at the scene. An Arkansas man is facing several charges, and he allegedly tried to flee the country in a kayak. Lawrence Hickman is being held behind bars in Benton County, Arkansas. Police say they found six homemade pipe bombs at his house. Hickman is also facing separate charges and a trial in Texas. Investigators say he attempted to leave his legal troubles behind with a plan to kayak nearly 7,000 miles to the Philippines, where he claims he has a wife. Hickman was arrested in Washington State with two inflatable kayaks. Tom Graham. Fox News. An American leader who found success in business, politics, and sports has passed away. Former Wisconsin Democratic Senator Herb Cole has died at the age of 88. In business, he helped grow the Coles family-owned grocery and department store as company president in the 1970s before the corporation was sold in 1979. In the sports world, he purchased the NBA's Milwaukee Bucks in the mid-80s for $18 million in order to keep them in town. He owned them for 30 years before selling in 2014 for $550 million. In politics, after serving as his state's Democratic Party chairman, Cole ran for and won a seat in the U.S. Senate in 1988. He won re-election three times and served four terms in all.
He never accepted anything more than the $89,500 salary he first got in 1989, returning any overage to the U.S. Treasury. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. KNSS has news time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. 601 North Emporia, just heard it come across on the scanner, a disturbance. 600 block of North Emporia, so police will be heading to that scene to check that out. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. An area of low pressure so large now it covers the eastern two-thirds of the country. Continues to influence our weather. We're on the western side of that, so some flurries may continue early on. Then partly cloudy, breezy with a high 37. Clouds move back in again tonight, Jello 28. Finally, some clearing and sunshine Friday with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 28 degrees, a northwest wind at 9 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And data released this week could shed some light on where Americans spent most of their money this holiday season. With us uh, to talk about that, Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Have you got all your Christmas shopping paid for? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Actually. <laughs> good, good. So tell us about it. Where, yeah. where, where did we spend our money? I got an idea where I did, but what about the rest of us? Well, it looks, and by the way, this data comes from MasterCard Spending Pulse. Uh, they keep track of uh, not just the credit card data, but also the debit card spending, the cash spending, things like that. What they found is that uh, where we were doing our shopping is also uh, substantial, not just what we were spending it on. Brick-and-mortar stores saw an in-store sales uh, rise by about 2.2% this holiday season. Um, the, Of course, online is, is moving at a faster pace than you know in-store purchasing now. And that is also reflected in the data that they have come out with. They say there was a 6.3% increase in sales, online sales, this holiday season. Um, Last year, just to give you an idea, data from Adobe showed that online shopping yielded more than $200 billion during the previous holiday season. That one was record-breaking for e-commerce. So the the new data shows that there's been a 6% rise in online sales this year. So it kind of gives you an idea of, you know, how much more we're spending. Um, as far as what we're spending our money on this holiday season, it was apparently apparel by at least some margin. It rose about 2.4% in the U.S. Uh, compared to last year. It was one of the top categories for shoppers. Um, a couple of places that there was a dip, not a huge dip, but a little bit of one, uh, by about half a percent electronics. That had a drop in sales. Also, jewelry, which was down by about 2% uh, this year. A couple of the places that I thought were notable for uh, an increase were groceries. Grocery sales went up by about 2% over last year. And restaurants got a huge boost in holiday sales, about 7.8% up this year over last year. Hmm. I guess people didn't want to cook at home. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, you know, more people were getting together for, you know, holiday celebrations activities or whatever what would you, did you see the total the projected spending of all in all categories this year have, it, have we seen anything on that like 200 million I or believe, billion or, you thought, know i'm not 
sure. I know that, like I said, it, what they did was kind of break this yeah, down. Yeah. And by the way, this this goes between November the first to December twenty fourth. Wow. If okay. you're if you're wondering what yeah. time frame this was, but yeah, it, it, I'm not sure of the of the entire amount uh, at this point. I do know, like I said, these are the these are the places where it was seen the most. I think um, holiday sales from the beginning of November through December the 24th were, I think they overall went up about 3.1%. Okay. Um, that was, you know, not the 7.5% we saw the previous year, but it was still going up. All right. So, All right. Well, hey, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. News Radio, mm-hmm. Fox News Radio, yeah. Sonia J. Powers this morning on where we spent our money for the holidays. 816 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning. Today is uh, December 28th, 2023. And uh, we had a cloudy day yesterday. Uh, that breeze was whew, nasty. Windy day. 38 degrees for a high. Normal high is 44. And uh, yeah, those wind chills were down in the 20s most of the yep, day. Yep. On this date in 1879, an extraordinary snowstorm occurred in the most unusual place. This was in the Middle East where oh, it never snows. And Jerusalem received 17 inches of snow. Oh, Jerusalem. My. That's insane. Yeah. 8.16, Stephen Tath morning here on KNSS. And uh, we got leadoffs. We got sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah. Now I got the Pop-Tart Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, we got Kansas State Bowl game action today. It's the 34th annual Pop-Tarts Bowl in Orlando. Number 25, Kansas State, taking on number 18, North Carolina State. K-State with a record of 8-4. and four. The Wolfpack at 9-3, and three, and NC State is on a five-game winning streak. First meeting ever in football between the Wildcats and the Wolfpack. K-State, in fact, is playing its first bowl game ever in the state of Florida. They don't go to Florida very often at all. Uh, the last time they played a game in Florida was 12 years ago. This is K-State's 25th bowl game in school history. It's also the beginning of a new era. Freshman quarterback Avery Johnson out of Mays High School, making his first career start in college in the Pop-Tarts Bowl today. There are only, well, let's go back. There are 43 bowl games in college football now, so most of them are garbage. But there are 10 bowl games, only 10, in which both teams are ranked. And this bowl is one of them, the Pop-Tarts Bowl. K-State 25, North Carolina State number 18. FanDuel has K-State as a a two-and-a-half point favorite going into this one. As uh, this is pretty interesting. Of course, they're playing in a stadium. It's been around a long time since the 1930s. It's the old Tangerine Bowl in Orlando. It's been fixed up for modern amenities, but that's the same stadium. It was 10 years ago on this day that K State also won a bowl game, won the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, beat Michigan, beat Michigan bad, 31 to 14. See if 10 years later the Wildcats can. Do the same thing. All right, there you go. K-State football bowl game today. Live pregame coverage for K-State football at 2.30 this afternoon. The game will kick off at 4.45 this afternoon. And, of course, your home for K-State football is 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pop-Tarts Bowl today. Pro football. We have Thursday night football tonight. It's in Cleveland. The Browns hosting the New York Jets. And if the Browns win, they'll be in the playoffs for only the second time in 21 years. The Browns will undoubtedly be motivated. FanDuel has the Browns favored by more than a touchdown. 6.30 coverage begins tonight for Thursday Night Football, and that is right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Don't forget, coming up in a couple of minutes, our 60-second preview of the Chiefs game, our Minute with Mitch, with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Minute with Mitch, coming up in a couple minutes. Let's go to the NBA. Last night, the Philadelphia 76ers went on the road at Orlando, 112-92, starting at guard for the Sixers. Kelly Oubre, the former Kansas Jayhawk, had four points and four rebounds. Off the bench for the Sixers, another Jayhawk, Marcus Morris, had 14 points and three rebounds. Six of 11 shooting from inside the arc. 76ers have won nine of their last 11. They're in the number three spot in the Eastern Conference. How about this one? The Cleveland Cavaliers went on the road last night in Dallas, beat the Mavericks 113-110. to Starting at forward for the Cavaliers, former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade had eight rebounds and three points. Also in the starting lineup for the Cavaliers for the fourth straight game, former Wichita State Shocker, the rookie Craig Porter Jr., a career-high 12 rebounds, a career-high three steals, nine points, and seven assists. Craig Porter. Making four straight starts for the Cavaliers and doing really good things on the floor. Shocker fans aren't surprised at that. In fact, uh, the Cavs were down 20 points in the first half. Came back on the road to win at Dallas by three. Back-to-back wins for the Cavaliers. They're in the number six spot in the Eastern Conference. And we were talking about the Chiefs earlier. A great former Chiefs player has a birthday today. Carlos Carson, the great Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. He is 65 today. A decade with the Chiefs throughout the entire 1980s. Not a big guy. Five foot eleven receiver out of LSU. Taken in the fifth round by the Chiefs. Dang, that was a good fifth round pick. 33 touchdowns in his career. 353 receptions. He's in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame. And, you know, 30, 35 years after he played, he is still number seven all time in Chiefs history with more than 6,300 receiving yards. Wow. The great Carlos Carson. It's his birthday. He's 65 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean and his wife discuss restaurants. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for a Minute with Mitch as we take a moment to discuss football with a play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's presented by Hy-Vee, the proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This week, another big game, this time to end the calendar year as the Chiefs entertain the Bengals on New Year's Eve. Playing offensive line in the NFL is becoming more difficult and requiring more precision and technique. It's why I'm a huge fan of Chiefs right guard Trey Smith and center Creed Humphrey. They both work at their craft 12 months out of the year. That includes a camp in the summer called OL Masterminds, started by a guy named Duke Miniweather, who is considered an offensive line guru. Both Creed and Trey were speakers at last summer's camp, and Wanye Morris also attended. The Bengals have sacked Patrick Mahomes four times in the last three regular season games and seven times in two playoff games. To avoid that same fate Sunday, the Chiefs offensive line leaders will take the classroom to the field on this Minute with Mitch. Make your next tailgate tail great. Go Chiefs! With help from Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This football season, find all of your tailgating needs at your local Hy-Vee. From chips and beer to the freshest meat and seafood in town. The culinary pros at Hy-Vee take all of the guesswork out with pre-made dips, snacks, and more. And don't forget to stop by the bakery for a wide assortment of sweet treats. Tailgating has never been easier with help from your local Hy-Vee. 
Also remember, your local Hy-Vee is the place to find the highest quality beef, hand-selected and sourced from family farms throughout the Midwest. When it comes to beef, Hy-Vee goes the extra mile to bring affordable, tender, and delicious flavor to every tailgate and grill out. Stop into your local Hy-Vee to find Angus Reserve, Choice Reserve, and Prime Reserve beef options for your next gathering. Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on a Thursday morning. 28 degrees. Six people are dead, the result of a car crash in Texas. Police say a Georgia family was heading north in a minivan when a pickup truck with two Texas teens inside crossed onto oncoming traffic in a no-passing area and slammed into their vehicle head-on. There were seven people in the minivan. Only one survived. He was rushed to a Fort Worth hospital in critical condition. The teens in the pickup truck are also in critical condition. Police say two of those who died in the crash on U.S. Route 67 near Claiborne were children. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. In Wichita's Battle of the Badges, police have taken the lead, but firefighters are running a close second. It's all part of the Red Cross Holiday Blood Drive. When you donate blood, you can cast a vote for police, fire, or EMS. Red Cross spokesperson Lindsay Miller says the competition brings in more blood donations. Just having them help us spread the word and share the importance of donations um, helps us fill our buckets, right, that we need that blood um, all, all throughout the year, but um, they really help us get our donations up at this time. And the Battle of the Badges runs through Sunday. Work to upgrade the cooling system at the Sedgwick County Courthouse is closing westbound traffic on Central from Maine to Wichita Street. It'll take more day, two more days to set up a crane in front of the building. Plans are to open the center westbound lane of Central after that, but the other westbound lane will remain closed until mid-February when the project is completed. The business partner of a Utah YouTube mom admits in court to abusing a child in her care. Jody Hildebrandt stood before Utah Judge John Walton and admitted her role in neglecting the welfare of children. How do you plead to count one, aggravated child abuse, a second-degree Hildebrandt repeated the guilty plea to three other abuse counts. She is accused of making two of Ruby Frankie's kids endure what some have described as torture, treating them that way because they were disobedient. Frankie pleaded guilty to the same charges earlier this month. Hildebrandt is scheduled to be sentenced February 20th. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Three Air Force, Army, and Navy Marine College students have been selected as ROTC All-American Scholarship Students of the Year. The program, sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, began six years ago and honors the nation's best and brightest ROTC seniors in all branches of military service. The Students of the Year each receive a $6,500 scholarship and their school's booster club, or student fund, receives a $5,000 donation. A panel of judges selected the recipients based on the pillars of the ROTC program, leadership, military excellence, scholarship, and service. Representing Stanford University's Air Force ROTC unit, Athena Chang is studying mechanical engineering and computer science. She's a senior vice president of Stanford Women in Business and a research assistant at Stanford's Gordon Knott Center for National Security Innovation. 
Paul Keeley of the University of Oklahoma's Army ROTC unit is studying French and serves as a cadet platoon leader. Before joining the University of Oklahoma's Army ROTC program, he was a non-commissioned officer in the 75th Ranger Regiment and led a five-man infantry team of Rangers in combat. Cyrus James of the University of Washington's Navy Marines ROTC unit is studying political science and naval science. He has had several leadership roles within his unit, including battalion physical training instructor, regulation drill, platoon commander, company commander, and squad leader. You can learn more about the scholarship program by clicking the link in our news story. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. And on the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Flurries will linger across parts of south-central Kansas here this morning. We'll see some breaks in the clouds at times today with a high 37. Clouding right back up again tonight, Charlo 28. Finally, we'll see this clearing occurring tomorrow, sunny and breezy with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy sky, 28 degrees, still chilly out there. Northwest wind at 9 miles per hour. Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steve in the morning, KNSS 850 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita police are leading in the Red Cross Battle of the Badges blood drive. Two. As President Biden vacations, U.S. officials are in Mexico for talks about the border situation. One. Officials say the wind surge baseball team will stay in Wichita amid media reports that Columbus, Georgia is looking for a franchise. Three big things, Stephen Dead on KNSS. And to look at our traffic update here on the Thursday morning commute, we have police on the scene of an injury hit and run traffic accident. A car hit a pedestrian at Harry and Rock Road. It's a black Hyundai, last seen going southbound on Rock Road, and police are interviewing witnesses. A lot of people saw this hit and run, and the pedestrian that got hit is pretty shaken up. So police are on the scene there and trying to figure out that situation. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. Slight chance for morning flurries and partly sunny today with a high of 37 degrees. Increasing clouds and cold tonight. The overnight low 27. 
And then on Friday, sunny, a bit warmer tomorrow with a high of 43 degrees. Now partly cloudy, northwest wind at 9 miles per hour and 28 degrees. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. 852, Stephen Ted, and taking a look at the uh, opening uh, stocks on Wall Street this morning. The Dow is trading up almost 33 points as we start today. The S&P is up more than six points, and the NASDAQ is up more than 30 points. And a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Between holiday shopping, traditions, and getting ready for the new year, the Business Journal hopes that you've had time to think about who would be a great honoree for the 2024 Wichita Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Awards. Not much time to waste. Deadline for nominations is tomorrow, yeah, Friday the 29th. The Wichita Business Journal has named 40 Under 40 honorees ever since the late 1990s. And this year, the journal named honoree number 1,000. Firefighter Nathan Helton was tired of having wet gloves when heading out to a fire. He knew there had to be a solution, but he couldn't find any, so he invented one. After more than a year in the preliminary stages, Helton took his startup to market. With the advice of fellow Sedgwick County firefighters and the intellectual property and technology transfer at Wichita State University, the Handy Hook became a reality. The Handy Hook... Uh, not only keeps the firefighters' gloves dry between events, it helps keep them ready for fires more quickly. Since its launch on May 28th, Helton has sold more than 3,000 handy hooks across the country, including in Kansas. In addition to uh, having at least one gadget in each state, the product has sold in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Guam, and Switzerland. An inventor, Nathan Helton and the handy hook. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Yeah, very cool. With Steve and Ted in the morning on this 28th day of uh, December. Today is a Pledge of Allegiance Day. That was on this date in 1945 that the Congress formally gave recognition to our Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, so it's been around since 1945. How about that? The, uh, actually, the Youth Companion, a magazine for young people, published the uh, it anonymously on September 8th of 1892. It was written by Francis Bellamy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's your obscure trivia for the day. Who wrote the, who wrote Francis, the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, yep. well, it was Francis Bellamy. In celebration of the 400th anniversary of the discovery of America. There you go. Pledge of Allegiance Day. It's also, here's for Ted, this is National Chocolate Candy Day. Ooh, hello. It offers an opportunity for us to polish off the last of the Specialty candies we received as gifts. I'm sure. Polish you, you off. Whole, you've already got a whole stocking right, full of them. Come on. I didn't get any. I got plenty. Well, celebrated on December 28th, the, the date points as to the truffles and chocolate oranges tucked into our Christmas stockings. Mm. I didn't get any Christmas candy. Santa didn't chocolate. give you any candy? No chocolate candy. I guess I got on that list of his somehow and missed out on that. But uh, yeah, well, better luck next year, huh? It's Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, tomorrow, Friday, we'll be back in here. Stephen Ted Show, Mitch Holtis will be with us. Looking forward to a great show on Friday morning. And, uh, of course, the Glenn Beck program is coming up here in just a few minutes on KNSS. And the top of the hour, our news this morning, 
U.S. officials are in Mexico to discuss the border situation. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show. News updates all day. Stephen Head of the Morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita. Don't let your leaking toilet ruin this year's holiday celebration. Call before the family shows up and host this Christmas with peace of mind. Bowers Plumbing is Wichita's trusted plumber. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.